0: Down Under. <laughs> uh, wrong show, Greg. All oh, right. The Thunder from Down Under is another episode, the other episode you wanted to do. But I vetoed that, so we're not going to do the Thunder from Down Under episode. Are you sure, man? Yep, I'm sure. I brought my Speedos. Oh, my God. Jesus, help me, Lord. Help me. Don't worry, i seen yours, Lord. too. What are you talking about, man? My Speedos are on the internet. <laughs> with me in them. Ooh. And that's the way I like it. Uh welcome back to another episode of The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is a little something special we're going to do for you guys. Um this is going to be we're going to do a little two-part episode here. We're going to kind of go over our some of our favorite live albums. We're going to talk play some of the cuts from some of our favorite right. live albums. We're going to you know, give the factoids as we deem necessary, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, anything else you want to say about what we're doing? I'm excited and ready to go, man. Um, we're going to, uh, let me tell you where everybody can get a hold of us. All right. Uh, BigTalkCG at, excuse me, I'm sorry, let me start over. BigTalkCG.podcast <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram. At BigTalkCG on Twitter. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. For uh, long-winded complaints, we are oh. also yeah, we're also on YouTube, Big Talk Podcast with yeah. Chris and Greg, and we are on the Twitter machine, holding hands with Elon. <laughs> you know, before you say that, Chris, I've been noticing that you've been doing uh, some videos on the TikTok of doing different things, mm-hmm. and they've been busting me up, man. So I'm I'm really happy with what you're doing. Uh, if I, anybody has seen, there's one like a Jurassic Park ish. Um, that one and there's one another one i think the guardians of the galaxy and those two were just killer and then i think the one you we played another one where i think we were doing outtakes on our videos that we mm-hmm. normally do and you kind of cut something in there and i was like oh my god you're doing this that's totally funny man that was totally good i liked it too so anything you are doing on the ig and tiktok stuff man keep going because it's, well, it's keeping me rolling man thank you for that and it is my special yeah. proprietary blend <laughs> With a with a dash of "we are the greatest thing ever," yeah, right. In the world to grace the face of this whoa Earth, all right, and all right. the waves of the interweb, are interweb, you, the interweb. All right, I'm just about ready to go, dude. You all know, right. the producer Olivia is on vacation again, so we're gonna have to. Whoops, sorry about that. We're gonna see it's ar- fucking up already, <laughs> <laughs> fucking up already. Uh, we're going to have to take all of this stuff in our own hands. Man, This is, we usually got like a six-man operation here. Woman. Six-man and woman <laughs> operation. Today, it's just me and Greg. So, all right. Here we go. You guys are definitely going to have to uh, bear with us. All right. Let's go. So we're, So, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're doing two episodes. We're going to do my episode of my... Uh, Favorite live albums. We're gonna go over some tracks like you hear right now, Iron Maiden live after death. Uh, And then we're gonna, Greg's gonna have an episode, so we're both gonna do our own thing instead of doing a back and forth. This is mine, this is yours. This is mine, this is yours. All mine and all his. So we're gonna have a great time, kind of you know leading our own episode and kind of taking charge and saying whatever we want to say and telling the other one to shut their lips and learn if they damn. Shut up and listen and shut your lips and listen out. Shut your lips. (laughs) Alright, guys, so this is from the highly critically acclaimed Live After Death by Iron Maiden. This uh, is one of the greatest metal live albums of all time. This is Aces High, track two, right after Churchill's speech. They usually open it that yeah. way, one, two, even to this day. Recorded in. Uh, Long Beach Long Beach I was there dude Long Beach I was was, there You can hear screaming Like a little girl That was me That one That was me There you are Yeah Yeah. Uh, You hear Greg uh, Wearing his Speedos In the audience Hey uh, One of our favorite people Eric Perkins was also there you let me know that Perkins was there I I don't know what show he was But he was there He said he saw it there too Were you guys there together? I don't think so You didn't know him but I don't know He was too cool for me So this is uh, right here. This is a a great live album. Really gives you a showcase of this band. Just shows how powerful they are. The crowd is in it from beginning to finish. And even this early stage of the Bruce Dickinson uh, as his being their singer, Mm -hmm. uh, it really just shows how much material they had already. Um, It's they're already an unstoppable, mach- unstoppable machine at this point. And this is just... This is well, this is after Power Slave, I believe. Yes. The post-Power uh, Slave uh, World uh, tour. album circuit. Yeah. Uh, man, great subwriter. Yeah, it was recorded in uh, Long Beach from... Uh, let's see, what do we got right here? The 20... 20- I had it right in front of me and it just all of a sudden disappeared. Greg, if you have it, you want to tell me? Yeah, um, October 14th, 1985. Uh Oh, no, not with the album was released. That's when it was released. Recorded. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. California. Yeah, the 14th and the 17th of March in 85. They actually were originally supposed to do this. It was all supposed to be recorded um, uh, at the London Hammersmith. Oh, okay. But, uh, and that was more for like the live, the video that Uh came with it, but the director and the lighting guys were kind of beefing with each other. So the lighting guys purposely made it darker. So then they had to redo it. At Long Beach, for at least for the live video and most of the live tracks here, um, I believe on the, the fourth side, yes, is a double gatefold double right. album gatefold, and side four there were some songs from the Odeon uh, in London, I believe, and uh, the Hammerstein Odeon. Yep, and man, this is great stuff right here, dude. <laughs> Hell I yeah, love Iron Maiden. If you guys aren't a fan of Iron Maiden who in the hell are you and uh what planet do you need to go back to i got an idea it's mars so. well yeah, this is the album you gotta have too i mean we're gonna talk about a lot of these live albums and they should be in your collection uh, um, of course most of them are, are vinyl from us or cassette i'm gonna go to next track and, great keep it going right, man no 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 like he says they should be in your arsenal of stuff listening to a lot of people say oh i don't really like live albums but hey some of these are pure classics that you have to have so yeah definitely yeah, yeah, definitely i'm gonna tell you this right now greg um we are going to have to go a little bit quicker through these songs i i believe i have 14 albums on here and we usually do like a one or a two album. sometimes three we squeeze it yeah. in real tight um, but I have 41 songs on my list right now And I think that you're just right behind me by a couple You're right up there hitting 40 as well So we're going I'm just going to say what I want to say about each album Go through these clips real quick Let you guys get a taste if you've never heard them before But I'm not going to sit here and go This is The Flight of Icarus It's about this It is this This is track 6, Fly of Icarus It is a great song I love hearing it live I love hearing it on this album It just shows how just... Power I'll say it again after the next song, just how great of a performing band this is and I think I've seen them three times, at least twice with you, maybe even every time with you. Man, they're great. Yeah. I wanna say this this power state was so good, they even redid themselves a few years ago. And that's when we went, uh, Chris, but we saw it again live. Like, you know, this oh Iron Man is coming back again, they're doing uh the World Slavery World Power Slavery Tour again and we're like get yeah. out of town they're gonna do everything all the uh, set the whole this Eddie's gonna come out with the mummy and that kind of stuff and Yeah, I was like alright cool dude and we went again and we saw it and it was just like being uh, you know 13 again in our you know 14 or 15 whatever you're... do you want me to tell you how old you were? no I didn't did? know how that was you were 16 I was 16 um, oh, alright 16 um, woo. Um, yes I think we went on that tour twice I yeah. think we saw him twice on that tour let's go to the next song Uh, Rime of the Ancient Mariner which if anybody knows me we were so we were lucky enough and I believe it was the show at the forum did we go to the one at the forum together I believe out of all the shows that I've seen that was the only show they played this if I remember correctly and this is actually if I'm being completely honest with the nation is my favorite Iron Maiden song I love the epicness of it I love the story it tells it just lets everybody have their showcase it just is just a 9 minute or excuse me 13 minute right. song of just masterpiece and i love it i can't get enough of this song exactly when they when they played this live this was you got to be kidding they're going to do the full 13 minutes and they did then miss a beat rock and jammed and just it just jaw dropping shit man it's so That's good it. oh God, i love it dude. All right man super super killer uh, certified platinum number 2 in the US uh i'll just go through a few number one in the uk live after death iron Maiden from 85 love it let's go ahead and go to my next album we're gonna be up and down dude this is not all hair metal this is not all 80s oh yeah this is this stuff is from um i'm not sure if i have anything from the 2000s and newer but i got 70s i got 80s i got 90s we're gonna have some interesting stuff in here guys and this one might take some of you surprise this next album i have on here is Rattle and Hum from U2. Heck yeah, man. This was a this was a really good album. Live album, live concert. I've never seen it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And you were probably the only one, dude, who did not do well. It was basically a bomb, but-, but was, was it? Yeah, it bombed. But you know, I listen, the reason I have this on my list is not so much of, um, I really am a huge fan of Joshua Tree, and I think in every way that's a better album than this is, the reason this means so much to me, and this is not a best of, this is your favorite, Yeah, I got this album for like a birthday or a Christmas or something like that. I must have listened to this album. I wore out this tape, dude. It was in my tape player going to bed every night, every night, every night, and so when I hear these songs on this, it just takes me back to a place in time. and. I just think this is, you know, the, Especially minute, the live tracks Are you are talking are about Joshua Tree Are you talking, talking about, about Rattle and Right hum. now I'm talking About Rattle and Hum Okay so you Joshua, got that Joshua, as... Joshua Tree was a great album But Rattle and Hum I got as a gift And I just played The F out of it And man It, it means so much to me Because it I mean the live performances Are great Desire Which was the yeah. single Up here was like number one In the world Every single place But man it really To me shows What a great live band U2 is And this song Pride I believe it's written About Martin Luther King yes. And and, and all that, you know, the, his assassination and stuff. Um, man, great live album. I can't get enough of this. And when I went back through it, listening to it, I was just like, oh man, what a great album. Yeah, if you didn't put this on my on your list, it would have been on mine too. Yeah, dude, this is it, great it, stuff. I thought it was just great. Um, like I said, U2's not more of my favorite band, but this album in general was, I was working at the movie theater at the time, Chris. It was like my first job and home Hummer there. So every on my break, I would go sit down for like you know, 10, 15 minutes and check out the movie, you know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So it was cool. Yeah, and this is not a straight live album. It's got a lot of studio tracks in it. Also, a little back and forth. Man, this is great stuff. Pride in the Name of Love. Recorded live in Denver. Love it. Let's go to the next song up of here. Right. Now, Bullet, The Blue Sky, is from the Joshua Tree album. I thinking it might be the last song in that album. I can't really remember yeah, I um this song is just sounds just so killer live right. and I was like, Oh I got this has gotta be the other track on here. And and you know, yeah, there are other hits that are on here. Um let me look at the let me look at the track list. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. If you've never heard that song, I don't know where you've been living, but I didn't need to put it on this. And as a matter of fact, I think this is a better better live song recording on this album than i still haven't found what i'm looking for it's great dude the guitar work is phenomenal this is recorded at sun devil stadium so you get a bigger sound the, the stadium sound This is good stuff dude i love it you know from this album i remember they did helter skelter too and i yep. was like i was like you know monaco did it why do they have to do it blah 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 but i mean they you know did their version of it you know and it was, it was killer just it was, it was fun for That's kinda funny because I do not like the version of Helter Skelter at all. I do not like no, it. At okay. All. I skip it. Yeah. I don't I don't even listen to it. I don't like their version of Helter Skelter because I'm comparing it to the crew one and then I'm comparing it to the Beatles one it's Right. Just like, no, it's like They're two different bands. It's like know? I mean if it you're ranking no Mars if, if you're rank, is no M- yeah, edge, you if know? you're ranking those three versions of the song, you two is like number nine or yeah. ten. And there's just three songs, so that tells you what I think about their version. Released, now uh, let me get it up here in my notes. Released 10th of October, 1988. Eight, yep, that was me. I was in middle school then, guys. Uh, that is good stuff right here. Can't get enough of right. it. Recorded uh, Denver and uh, Sun Devil Stadium. Good stuff. The movie was a bomb, but hey, what are you going to do? That's all I got to say. Moving on, baby. Let's go to the next one. All right. Oh. And no. we talked about that recently in, in our past episode. Yeah, dude. We talked about... Um, I'm going to give it a little more volume. All right. All right. We talked about Scorpions, Worldwide Live, which was just a killer album mm-hmm. after uh, Love at First Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and just great, man. And, and this was also recorded, if I'm correct, Chris, at the Forum here in Los Angeles. Uh, one of the nights, I guess. Uh, they did that too. Uh, this was great. A lot of good stuff. I mean, if from Love It For Sting you know was so great this album extended you know maybe their tour or their, more their sales or something like that dude it was awesome alright now that you've tried to take over my countdown Greg let me get back with it <laughs> sucker. this it's all love not shut my lip um yeah like you said the Forum was one of the places from uh, April 24th 25th 1984 they also recorded in Paris France in February 29th of 84 these are all the year 84 San Diego Sports Arena April 26th April 28th in Costa Mesa, California and Cologne, West Germany November 17th God, that was a mouthful June 14th, 85 was the release on this man, this just really shows how great the Scorpions were as a live band man, they're hitting their stride right after Love at First Sting this was the next thing they came out with Gatefold album you open that thing up it's just got the shot of the audience like from from the stage view it's just so killer Man, this is great. This is a... If you didn't think that Live After Death was the way a live album should be done, this is the way a live album should be done. Those are just neck and neck for two of my absolute favorite live albums. Can't get enough of either. Well, you have a bunch of more live albums. Let's see how many times you say that, I'm going to say neck that, dude. And neck and, neck dude, and neck Now, if neck. you're going to rank all 13 of these, they're ranking one through two. That's it. They're all one <laughs> or two. All right. All of them. I love it, dude. Big City Nights, great song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. All right. It's a rock, rock hurricane! Yeah! Right. I've seen these guys a couple times. Uh, they always say, you know, they always play us at the end. Though. Yeah. What do you think you're going to leave without letting us walk you like a hurricane? I do a horrible Klaus, but- That's all right, man. But- uh, Here I am. This is uh, some good stuff. If you've never heard this song, uh, you can just turn off the podcast right now, dude. You can just change the channel. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I said it. I don't regret it. Uh, love this stuff right here. The Scorpions. Uh, this is probably their biggest hit. Well-known hit. Um, everything just sounds... I thought you said Wind of Change was. Yeah. Everything that they do on this album sounds amazing. Oh, of course, man. Everything yeah. they do yeah, on just, here so just so sounds amazing. That, man. Uh, yeah. It's done right. It's recorded right. It's played right. And I know, uh, depending on what you like in a live album, some people like more crowd noise, some like less. This is just about right. They're there. Yeah, but they're not. I don't like it when they disappear completely. I still want to kind of hear them a little bit. Uh, good stuff. Perfect amount of everything right here. This did have one release. No one like you. All right. Uh, a live version. But they did videos for this, they, right? We talked about it. Yes, that. they did a video for "A Big City Nights." All right. Uh, was it "Bad Boys Run while i don't know if they did a video for bad boys but they did the big city, I know, nights, big city nights with the beach scene we yeah, talked about we it on the scorpions it. if you go back to our scorpions episode from heavy Metal month <laughs> you will hear what we think about the scorpions and it's all good for sure yeah. uh, let's go to the next song all right. this is something i wanted to play we talked about the song a little bit um this is the zoo um one of greg's favorite songs uh, i never said that oh I well, never said I love the zoo Okay well I love the zoo I think it's a great <laughs> song I love the uh, No way I love how it's just Great guitar Like just just Crunches Marching Right through this Dude it's great dude I love it man It's off of the animal magnetism But man they really kill it With this live version Cool Totally And Greg it. hates it I never just said that Just in case you want to know Greg it's hates this song. song I never said that Greg loves this song <laughs> I always said that one I said that <laughs> I love the crowd interactions. I love it when when you get that on the live albums. You get the crowd interaction, the back and forth. There's some more of that on this playlist that we're going to be going through. But now we've got our Scorpions. We've got our hair metal. We've heard some heavy metal. We've heard some U2. Let's go to something totally different than any of the stuff we've heard so far. Um, I'm ready, Chris. Let's go to this one. And you know what? Actually, because the producer's not here, so uh, we are kind of got to... Do our own fast-forwarding. So I'm going to fast-forward through this first, like, minute or so. Okay. Through this cheering. And we're going to get to the song. Now, this is Alice in Chains. Nice. This is their Unplugged that they did in... Uh, that was released in 96. Uh, July 30th of 96. Man, this, to me, out of all of the Unplugged, you can go... And I know that you're going to have maybe rebuke this on yours because you have an, an uh, 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 Unplugged album on your countdown yeah. uh, but for me out of all of the MTV Unplugged albums or shows to me this is the best it they hadn't done live shows in two and a half years they kind of almost came back out of nowhere and did this amazing candlelit stage and it just shows, you can feel the um, the soul, the emotion, the hurt, and the pain that these songs seem to be about. And uh, Lane's voice is just eerily soothing and emotional and soulful all at the same time. I love it. When I went back and listened to this, I was like, oh my God, man, I right? how great this yeah. was. I was going to say that um, Allison changed uh, in the first few uh, years that they started, they did uh, their album, their, their first album, and then they did Sap, which was a four-song acoustic EP. Uh, they released um, Dirt, Dirt, and then after that, they did another, I think they did, did this one as an acoustic uh, release, so it was kind of like from, uh, they were joking around like, oh yeah, every time we're going to do, we're going to do an album, then acoustic album, then an album, then acoustic album, then an album, 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 then acoustic album, but I think this is where they kind of fell through. After this, this was so good, they couldn't duplicate anything else, man. This is You're right. This is just a great album. Um, you know, I think it was like six or eight songs, but still, the magic from MTV had it on there. And everybody at the time was doing um, uh, Unplugged. But still, some of these artists that did Unplugged, they were really playing. You know, they had other artists who, you know, kind of sounded like they were playing. This was super killer, Chris, and this is like another one of those. Damn it, I should have been on my list. Shit, but yeah, this is awesome. This is I great have no stuff. doubt, man. And this is kind of on my regular um, playlist too, of the kind of stuff that I have all the time. You know, it's always in my like one of my many playlists. Greg, I'll let you. I'll let you be with me on the on the Allison Chains unplugged boat. I'll I'll let you jump on, dude. Now, that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. I brought my life vest too. Um, nutshell, that's the name of this track. It's off the Jar and, of Flies album. One, another one of my favorites by them It's almost similar to Unplugged Where it's very laid back Kind of a slower thing going on It's all kind of songs like this It's, that's a, it's a really good album But man, if you haven't heard this Unplugged Because everybody hears the Nirvana one uh, Probably the most out of all of them Right. And uh, that one's okay uh, Yeah, and I said it's okay I mean, I'm a Nirvana fan But just, it's, it, the album's okay This one I think is far superior in every way possible um, Let's go to the next song This is Rooster. This is track seven off the top of the Dirt album. This is one of my favorite songs by them, and this version is just great. Um, God, I love, I love Lane's, Lane Staley's voice, dude. It is just amazing. I just cannot get enough of it. You're right on this. This song, no matter what, and we've seen them live a few times, and every time they play this, it's just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So breathtaking and you see this kind of shit and you feel it too chris mm-hmm. it's just awesome and you know i did see it with uh, lane and i also start with a new guy too uh um Duvall. Mm-hmm. he did he did he does his best to do it but he does a good job too mm-hmm. on that kind of stuff man william Duvall, sorry um love it love it both. love the song love this song and you know the uh, quick meaning um, this was Jerry. He wrote, Jerry wrote this song about his dad because mm-hmm. he was um, one mm-hmm. of the snipers when he was in the military. And his nickname was The Rooster. Yep. Um, and he, I guess his dad told him some stories, and this is what came out of him or what he remembered. So, bitchin' awesome. Love it. Love this, Chris. Oh, yeah. Dance. So, this was uh, recorded in April of 96th in Brooklyn, specifically the Brooklyn Academy of Music's Majestic (laughs) theater first aired on may 28th 96 it didn't get released until july 30th then a vhs copy and dvd copy followed (laughs) in uh october of 96 man this is great stuff here guys go check this out let's go one more song off of here all right so we had a couple of the songs that were always a slower thing now here's wood which may be or could be their biggest hit i didn't go look at like charting and stuff like that but Probably one of the more well songs. It's really enjoyable to hear acoustic, it just gives it a different right. sound. And man, I, I, it's just great. That bass guitar is just great, dude. Ah, so awesome, dude. Damn. Who's that? Uh, Mike Inez, what Mike right? Inez. Mike yeah. Inez with the playing bass, man. Does a great job here. Which they stole him from Ozzy Osbourne, band. Yeah, stole, borrowed. One man's, one's man's steal is another man's treasure. No, they stole him, man. They poached him. said, ah, oh, come over and they said, how much are you making with Ozzy? We'll triple it. Bam. Listen to that voice, dude. That's just, and then when him and Cantrell uh, harmonize together, it just, it's literally better than the sum of parts. It's just amazing. Great right? stuff right here. Awesome. dude let's go to the next album yeah another band that we have an episode about we actually did the uh studio version of this album which is operation mind crime this is queen right Ra- queens reich operation live crime released on november 5th 1991. Man, this is, if you guys uh, hopefully some of you guys went and listened to the album after you heard the episode of operation mindcrime you guys went and listen to this man this is great stuff right here this is revolution calling track three Uh, we've seen them do this numerous times we've seen them do operation mindcrime we've seen them do number two we've seen them do their greatest hits kind of a situation this is just killer stuff and jeff tate's voice is on point they're 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 hitting it on all cylinders here with this recording when you have to see operation mindcrime live this, this probably was the tour you wanted to be on, because you wanted to see the whole, you wanted to see them play it, front to back, live. And then I think years later on they did, uh, Minecrime Two. So they did Minecrime One, then they did Minecrime Two, and it was like, holy shit! Now you're getting both uh, albums right after each other, like the whole story in front of you played out, which I think was rich. I think we saw that one at the Gibson Amphitheater over here. Yeah. But that was just picture. That was awesome, man. But yeah, this is one of those things. When this first came out, if you could see this live from beginning to end, this was the concert you had to be on. And it wasn't, they, they were doing... Um, uh, opening act. they were the headline, and they proved that they could headline after this shit oh, yeah, came yeah. out, man. Totally good. Love this. Yeah, let's go to the next song. All right. Operation Mindcrime. Yeah. Title track. I don't even know what to to say, dude. All these songs on this whole album are great. It was almost like throw a a dart and see what one it hits. Right, dude? Um, Sometimes I just got lost for a second getting ready to listen to Jeff go ahead and sing. Um, This was uh, recorded in Madison, Milwaukee, and La Crosse, Wisconsin, May 10th through 12th from 91. And this this is... and uh, yeah, Pamela Moore did the sweet Sister Mary vocals on this tour, <coughs> and obviously on this record. Love it. And you, and you know, right? I, was, I was trying to look like, oh, how well did this album do? And it's kind of funny. It says it sold two hundred thousand, but then it says it was two times platinum. So one of those was a typo. I think it sold. I don't know if it went two million. Do you think it sold two million? Maybe worldwide then? Yeah, maybe. You know, they just kind of grouped them together. I don't they know. that us. It hit 38 on the billboard, so I doubt two million. Oh man, this is killer stuff, bro. Oh, this is awesome stuff, dude. I yeah. wish I wish I had a little more of the audience, but the the band, I mean, is a, is a great band, one of one of the greats. So I guess I can be okay with that. Let's go to the next song. Now I wanted to kind of change things up here, so I went towards the end of the uh, album uh, obviously when they came out for like an encore I wanted to play something that was from the older The Lady Wore Black. Jeff Tate kind of talks about it was probably the first song we wrote together early early on in their career. I just wanted to give everybody a little taste of something different than just Operation Mindcrime. Yeah. I just didn't want to hit hits and singles. I want to give you guys a little bit of a taste of everything so you guys can maybe hear some stuff that you've never heard before and some of you maybe have never even heard the song. Oh man, if you're listening to this for the first time, this is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they play this live, too, it's, oh, this is just what you wanna, what you wanna see and hear. This is just killer stuff. I mean, the studio version blows you away. Yeah, his definitely. vocals will blow you away. The live version will blow, blow you away. Yeah, not just blow you, it'll <laughs> blow, blow you away. It'll blow you down. Woo. Yeah, dude, this is good stuff right here. Maybe I shouldn't have picked so many albums and songs, so I could have maybe given more and more listen to some of these. Because some of these songs, I know we're just going to grace over and just give you a little bit. And I would like. I want the people, I want the nation to hear more of the songs. Uh, so maybe this will just be a little bit of a longer episode. That'll be the way it'll be. But, man, this is just Queensryche, man. This is great stuff right here. All right. Let's go to the next one. I'm Are you ready? I'm ready, man. Hold on a second. I got an itch in my eye. Yeah, you scratch. All right, I'm done. When we're over here, we're rocking and rolling. I didn't want to get that on camera. <laughs> I've got uh-uh. my glasses on today, dude. So I can hear better. Uh, I thought you could see me better. Let's go. Like the big bad wolf. Hello. This is... Hey, if you don't know, can't recognize that voice, this is Metallica. Who? Metallica. Metallica? Moo-talica. Yeah. This is their live shit, Binge and Purge. So, yeah, we. where are you going to start on this, man? It. I remember, Chris, if, you, if I may, I remember this came out and it was just like an epic box that was like 80 bucks. You got three DVDs or compact discs. There was a book. There was a stencil. There was stickers. There was just like mm-hmm. a... a a patch—I don't remember what it was—but the box was just killer. It looked like a a, a gearbox. That's how bitch it yeah. was. Yeah, dude. it looked like yeah, like a gearbox, like a like you'd have from like a concert or something like that, like an like their gearbox. Yeah, man, this is great stuff. Recorded in Mexico City on the Nowhere Else to Rome tour. This uh, released on November twenty-third, nineteen ninety-three. This is sad but true. I want to give a little bit of taste of a couple different eras of. Metallica on this right here and Okay, cool. This is I would say from their like me personally, just from hearing this live album, kind of hearing their music, I would say from like that eighty nine to like this tour is probably when they were like at their peak of just we are going to dominate the world in every way possible in the studio, on the concert tour. On VHS on everywhere and Metallica could not miss for that three four year period of time they just right after the uh, like the injustice for all kind uh-huh. of era was was still going after the black album and into this was like an era, an era for me where they were just out to take the world over and they did they dominated the world over. and didn't they do kind of like three or four legs of that tour man they just they toured they toured they toured oh hold on hold on we're going to Europe Hold on, hold on. We're coming back. We're we're gonna do one more of America, what we didn't hit. And this time we're gonna hit yep. our uh, stadiums or just something like. No, they did. They hit stadiums and they hit it with Guns N' Roses. That's right. That was probably the the Guns N' Roses, Metallica. Did, did they? Did they go to Montreal on that tour? Isn't that the Montreal the tour yeah. where uh, they had the riot? Where uh, the, there's the infamous story where the pyro came up and burned James Hetfield like yeah. side, his left side or whatever yeah. and instead of Axel coming out and like saving the day and being like we're gonna there's an interview on like behind the music instead of coming out and just killing it with like we're gonna go out there and give them their money's worth play it, go, like two, three like three hours he went out there they sang like four or five songs his throat hurt he said ah uh, bye he yeah. left yes and then they had the and riot they had the riot <laughs> yes that was definitely that too. We probably missed a few incidents on that one, but yeah, that was probably good. Cool. Or wasn't it? The guy took a picture of Axel. You took a picture of me. I don't know Get which I one yeah. I'm gonna go to the next song. Alright. That was great. So that was sad but true off of the black album. Yeah. This is Seek and Destroy off of the Killem All album. Kill em All. Love it. Love that album. Uh, I put this one on here. Uh I know that it's 18 minutes and 8 seconds. The reason I put this one on here, and I'm sorry, guys, we're not going to be able to listen to it all. We could do an episode just on the song. A lot of crowd participation. There's a part in the song where he is getting the whole crowd to sing Seek and Destroy with him, and then he's letting individual people in the crowd sing with them. So they're doing this sad, uh, Seek and Destroy. He gives it to his own and they sing Seek and Destroy, and it's just killer, dude. It is actually one of those moments that you hear only on a live album where you are just like you close your eyes and you're there you are right there next to that person it's just amazing and this the super killer huh you love it damn this is good stuff right here the little uh jason newstead right there He's always giving the. All right, we fun. gotta go, we gotta go to the next song. All right, this one I put on because I'm selfish some bitch. Don't call a yeah. yeah. I had to put this one on. Um, it's a cover of a Queen song, uh, "Stone Cold Crazy." But I the first time I ever heard the song, I didn't know it was a Queen song. So when I heard it was a Queen song, I was like, "Oh my god, dude! I gotta hear this Queen version, dude!" And I. Love both equally Hey They fucking Metallica Metallica-fied it, dude It's great, dude Right? I was the same way uh, The first time I heard this uh, I guess I wasn't familiar with Queen And then they said Oh, this is a, a cover song With the band Queen And I was like Get the hell out of here This is heavy I go, what is Queen's gonna sound like? And you heard it and like Oh, that's pretty heavy too Damn, yeah. for being in the 70s I go, that was fucking rocking, man So, yes uh, Heads up Love it Uh Metallica heads up fucking for Queen and just kicking some ass taking some names and going from there man yeah, definitely. yeah dude great stuff dude yeah they definitely did there's a instance where the cover version is, is just as good as the original and they did it justice and there was justice for all let's go to the next one Wait, right. did you have something uh, you want to say yeah I was going to say that um, this song uh, uh, was done for uh, Elektra's 40th anniversary so they had uh, other artists do like a cover song of uh, somebody else uh, for that. It was like electro Records. I forgot what it was called. I know it was a 40th anniversary, but that was it. That was, that's how Metallica got released. That. Mm-hmm. Nice try, Greg. You cannot take over my countdown. Let's go. Yeah, I said it, Greg. I said it. This is Metallica. Wait a minute, is this is Metallica again. This is Metallica again. One band, one album. This is Metallica. This is. This is the San Francisco Philharmonic Orchestra with Metallica. So this is the San Francisco Philharmonic's album live with Metallica. That's the way I'm going to title it. All right. With Metallica. With Metallica. Uh, this shit blows me away every oh, time I it, hear it. It does. It I'm not gonna lie. gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Uh, I can't. I was watching it on YouTube today. Says, oh, are you? This is great stuff right here, dude. That's killer, dude. Uh, the songs I picked on here to play are songs that I feel were the orchestra and Metallica playing together is some of the better. Some of them are kind of like, okay, but I think um, Master of Puppets, and then oh, what else I got on here? Fuel, and For Whom the Bell Tolls are the three of the better, Not maybe not the best, but three of the better ones that really showcase them playing together the best. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, love it, love it. Okay, so this is in like uh, the Berkeley community theater, which is where they, the orchestra plays Now if you watch this video, dude, this is full of Metallica fans in there, dude So this symphony some of them had never the, the players had never even heard of Metallica before But you know in watching some of the video about it, but they could play music if you put music in front of them you know like uh, came and said who was the conductor if you put if a bird shit on a piece of paper and you laid it in front of them and said play, this they play it. <laughs> so, Metallica, they could play it even though they had never heard the songs. They could play what they were told to be played. Yeah. yeah. And man, some of this shit is just. How do you fucking think of this? It, it gives it a different, fuller element. Up. Uh, Our killer sound. man. It's killer. Let's go to the next song. Let's go to the next song, baby. Uh, this was a newer song, ish for them. This is uh, Fuel. All right. One of my favorites. Yeah. It's on my gym mix. But I thought that this, this I think might be, not might be, this is the best song on the album where the Metallica and the symphony are together. For me. Oh. I love it when they get this little breakdown right here. Yeah. Dude, it just... Killer. Right here. That is... I love it, dude, and of course they break down like that throughout the whole song, so I get to hear it like 10 times. I'm like, yeah, dude, I can't wait. 10 times. Nice. Sounds great, dude. It sounds so good. And they were actually, kind of the funny thing about it is, they were actually approached. I think it's Michael Kamen, I think, was the conductor. Uh, I might get it. Yeah, Michael Kamen. He actually approached them about it, saying, hey. Hey, guys. Because he had done it with, I believe, Pete Floyd. He had done it with Bob Dylan. And I think Paul McCartney, they had done, like, an orchestra thing. But he wanted to take on some all-new kind of monster. Which was was Metallica. Metallica, So this, this shit's great right here, dude. Yeah. Let's go to the next song. All right. This is For Whom the Bell Tolls. See, it adds something to it, man. Just... From the from the what we know of, of like that march to even a fuller sound of what's coming in, in, into your ears and what you're visualizing uh, when you um, see the video and that kind of stuff. Damn. And you know, I came this close, this close to <laughs> <So laughs> so, uh, putting the S and M two on here. Ooh. Have you listened to SNM2 at all? Yeah. There's this great part where I believe it's their cello player comes and plays a tribute uh, to Cliff Burton, and it is fucking amazing. I almost just wanted to put on just for that one song. It's basically just him uh, plays the anesthesia, but does a lot of other stuff that you know, obviously bass related. But he's playing it on a fucking cello. Just like, oh my god, dude, this is just uh, it's fucking. Out of this world, dude. I love it, but I didn't want to put too much metallica on here. But this is good enough. Oh, there's not a lot of metallica. Listen to this. Oh yeah, dude, getting epic, right? But yeah, I thought these were three like better songs uh, off of that album. If you guys have never heard this, dude. Go to your Apple, go to your Spotify. Right after you get done listening to the Big Talk podcast, check out this album. There Ready to go, go to the next one? Give it to me. Oh. If you want blood, you've got it. The live album from AC/DC released the 13th of October, 1978, with Bon Scott their first singer. Damn, really shows, dude. They. Very much kind of the same band, a little bit of a different sound with a different singer, but the energy is there, always has been there, and always will be there. It was great. This is absolute killer, man, from that. Yep. Uh, from what Bon uh, Scott had, the energy, the excitement he had, the guys just kind of going through, ripping through, you know? Talking boogie woogie, you know, Australian rock and roll, baby. And I love the album cover on here. It's got Bon Scott singing. It's got Angus Young like his guitar is like, yeah, stabbing himself like in the you know, abdomen. So blood coming out. It's like, oh man, how did how did this ever get sold at Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big sticker probably right there. Oh right? man, that's crazy. Casey's dude. Mad. I love it. This is this really shows. Their late 70s, kind of get down here. I mean, this this album is chock full, riff-raff, Hell in a Bad Place to Be, Bad Boy Boogie, The Jack, Problem Child. That's just your first side. A whole lot of Rosie, Rock and Roll, Damnation. i voltage left loved every rock and the rocker. We're on side two. Great, dude. This is great stuff right here. Just wanted to, you know, get a little ACDC in here. We're going to play some more right here, dude. Rock wow. and Roll, Damnation. Woo. This is from the Power Age, or Powerage, I guess, however you pronounce it album this is some of the earlier stuff it's good stuff this is killer dude you guys you some, can't go wrong with acdc live well, man. well yeah some people might not even know about bon scott wow well, true so this is, might be their first listen of hey they had another singer i am think most people know but they almost had three they did have three <laughs> Playing the concert live doesn't mean you're yeah. a singer. For Mr. Uh, uh, Riot Boy. Yeah, Mr. Riot Boy. Actor Rose filled in for a few shows. Yeah, dude, this is, like, again, dude, getting lost in the song, dude. This is such a great song because it takes me back to when I was first listening to these albums, dude. This is just, This is great stuff I remember sitting around With Perkins Listening to these albums Over and over again Dude What's up Perks This is great stuff Right here And vinyl Ah, CD CD Before streaming Oh pre streaming Let's go to the next song This is a great song Uh, Let there be rock It's kind of like a uh, Let there be Light Kind of like in the bible Yeah I don't know I've never read that book um, no, no, I'm not in fiction. Uh, so, I've uh, Let There Be Rock kind of gives like a biblical storytelling of rock and roll. Let there, be, let there be drums, let there be guitar, let there be rock kind of a thing. And it kind of tells that story of, you know, the meeting of the white man, you know, had the money, the black man had the blues, they got together, rock and roll was born kind of a thing. And it's a really great story and it's well-told, well-performed. It's all great. Don't sue me, guys. I'm just kidding about the Bible part. <laughs> oh, wow, Chris. Although I have never read it. From front to back. Have you ever held it in your hands? Well, then you read it then. Not my thing. Not my thing. Um, this is, But this is my thing right here. ACDC is definitely my thing, and I could... And the album cover for Let There Be Rock is, is, is awesome, oh, too. It's just yeah, got them man. on the stage. It's very simple kind of a thing. With like It's like a drawing of them kind of a thing. It's, it's great. Is it like, a drawing? Ch-ch-ch-ch. I thought it was maybe I thought it was like a picture. Maybe like, with like some then... faded soft edges or something yeah, in there. Or something. Yeah. yeah, it is great. Cool. Good stuff, man. Yeah, let's go. Hey, guess what's next? ACDC. ACDC. Again. But you know what I'm gonna do dude I'm gonna see if I can fast forward here Hold on a second Like I said the Well like I said dude The producer is Out of here I'm gonna fast forward it Way over here So this well, is We heard, we heard, we heard, heard the at the top I've heard it at the top I remember this shit right here So this is their um, ACDC Live Live from Donington I believe this is where yeah. This was uh, recorded Released in 92 You could not get away From this shit anyway it was on the radio. But even more importantly, this shit was on MTV all the time. And I remember seeing this concert, this video, all this shit, all the time on MTV, dude. Love it. I was going to say uh, that, too. And then nowadays, it's even on all kinds of sports now. Oh, yeah. So there's always sports channels doing I think... Um, WWE was doing it for SmackDown for a little bit for a few of the rotations. They were two the years. They were typing the beginning part of the riff. The live version? No, no, no. no. no, no, no. Well, yeah, I'm talking and more. I'm, I'm talking more about the live, live version of the video. I know, but I'm talking about at least the song and stuff like that. Once again, Greg, stop trying to take over my countdown. Damn it! Uh, this is this is another one of my favorite live albums. This thing is epic, dude. It's like they got like the helicopter. The crowd is epic at Donington. The stage is just amazingly huge. Angus comes up the back behind the drummer. The crowd is going wild. He's got to you know, duck walk it all the way down and around. He's got no shirt on, dude. I love it. When does he have a shirt on, dude? For the first song. I mean, it's, it's off, dude. It's off, man. This is good stuff. Dude. This is great. I'm warmed up. Take it off. No, 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 no. Nice. And yeah, I had to put this song on here. This is one of the best songs off of this. Uh, plus, you know, Brian Johnson is one of his songs, you know, when he was with the band. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the next track. Shoot to Thrill off of the Back in Black album. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite song off that album. Off All the right. Yeah, I like this song the best off of Back in Black. Uh, maybe some of you guys have never heard it, so I want to put a little something different on there for you guys So you guys could hear something else besides the same old stuff that you always hear on the radio Shoot so, the thrill was my choice right here You know, we never like to put the same old stuff you like to put on the radio We like to give you the deep cuts Because me and Chris are from deep cuts uh, I just moved in there, dude <laughs> Love it you Still have a condo over there? Yep 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 but yeah dude I love this song this is great now there's a couple releases of this there was the original version it just had 14 then they had the collector's edition which has more songs not necessarily from that show in Donnington. like here this one here Shoot the Thrill is from uh, the NEC in Birmingham England okay. so they did a different location some of them are from Donington some of them are from some other places. There's one in here from Moscow, so on and so forth. So if you got that collector's edition, dude. You got an additional 12 tracks of live wow. music from other places on that tour. I mean, that's where you got to go, right? Mo song mo better. Sounds good, baby. Love uh, it. Let's go to the next track. All right, in fact. Come on, can you go wrong with this? Should have played this at the end of the show. God, I'm such an idiot. Why? This is the closer. This is the ACDC closer right here for so those right. about to rock. Are you saluting me, Chris? I saluted the song. All right. I thought you were closing up, man. Saying, see ya. Hey, man. You can't see that, can say that? I, I can say whatever I want. You can. We'll see. We'll see who says it. <laughs> we'll see who says it. I'm going to talk over you the whole thing now. Love this. Song, yeah, definitely. Um, title track off of the uh, "For Those About the Rock" album. We talked about it before when we took the Crocus episode. Similar at the same time, similar sound. Had a similar cover. Crocus changed theirs. Oh, from Long Stick goes yeah, boom. Long Stick goes boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah, talked about right. that a little bit. I took up my wife to go see AC/DC at Dodger Stadium. Uh, well, I forget what tour it was, but man, it was our first rock concert. Was it Black Eyes? No, 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 it was after that. It was just like a tour they were doing. I, I don't remember what it was called. I was like, oh man, let's go see ACDC. First rock concert she had ever been to. She came out of there saying it was the best concert she had ever <laughs> been to. I said, man, we got to get down there close. We got to be on the floor. Or we can see the sheen off of Angus's mm. Damn. And uh, man, it was great. I loved it. I had a great time. But yeah, they close it with this. And you know, they got the cannons that come out. <laughs> you want to hear that? You guys are going to have to go. Listen to this album streaming if you want. Alright, guys, let's go to the next album. Alright, sounds good. This is Thin Lizzy. Damn. One of my all time favorite bands. One of my all time favorite bands. Underrated. Uh, This was released in 2nd of June 1978, recorded at London, England. Nice! They also did a little recording in, in the US, Toronto, Canada, Pennsylvania, you know. But man, this really, to me, is Thin Lizzy at their height. This is Thin Lizzy at their best, playing their most creative. This is just, you know... You know fill line it there's a, a lot of things about this band. i was going too quick because i really want to do an episode on these guys which we probably will do uh just such a unique band a hard rock band from england right lead singer's black lead singer also plays the bass it's one of the first bands to really have that twin guitar sound they really pioneered that uh great songwriting great storytelling can't i I almost just want to let it play, sweet. right? Dude, I mean, there's just so, there's just so much killer. good stuff from this band. Who, you know, Thin Lizzy. Um, you know, if you're a musician, musician, you probably know who Thin Lizzy is. Yeah, think of that. They they do have a couple of hits that you probably know. We'll probably playing them soon. But if you don't know them, please check them out. Man, this killer stuff. Yeah, and I, don't and I have- hope we do an episode, Chris, because I don't I don't know a lot of it, but I would like to do a lot you know i would like to get off on on you know deep cut city you know at the thin lizzie street man yeah we'll have to do some thin lizzie for sure and this song right here like phil said at the beginning of this track it's from bob seeger and i think it's on their fighting album which uh and it's like track two or something like that I fell in love with that song and i'm like oh man it's on this i gotta play it uh then this goes into a little bit of a like a they call it the cowgirl song but it's actually the cowboy song, so I'm gonna go ahead and skip over that and go straight to the cowboy song. I am just a cowboy. And I almost just want to kind of let this play because this <laughs> shit is just so killer, dude. You know who did a cover of this and I didn't know it um, at the time? Uh, it was Anthrax when John Bush was with the, with the band. I'm gonna check it out. They did a cover and I was like, get out of here. And then, you know, I read it and I was like, I know that's a cover. Thin Lizzy. And I went back and checked it out and I was like, damn, good stuff. I mean, you could just visualize it live, dude. It's got that nice, and then it goes. Yeah, here we go, baby. The twin guitars, dude. Right, right off the bat, man. If you're at a show that starts playing, you're you're gonna start losing it, bro. Losing it? Why would I lose it? In a good way. All
1: right.
0: Man, I'm just, sorry. I'm just losing myself, dude. I love this band. Um, Thin Lizzy, dude, you guys got to check it out. Live in Dangerous. Really at the top of their game. Let's play a little bit of one more song right here. Just to, so everybody now listening that hasn't heard Thin Lizzy can go, oh, wait, I have heard Thin Lizzy. I want to play The Boys Are Back in Town. Yeah. You know, when Greg saw my list, he actually said, I'm surprised you're putting that on there and I go well my thought process was just what I just said people are going to say I don't know Thin Lizzy and then I'm going to play this one and they're like oh I've heard Thin Lizzy the boys are back in town yeah. so great and I did you know this song's about like supposedly about some like local street gang kind of thing and the boys are, you know, they left and then they came back into town kind of a thing like it's a true story kind of a thing I don't know how much truth there is to that but man was one of their biggest hits off of the uh, Jailbreak album. So, yes, they also did Jailbreak. was their other big hits. That's was great stuff. Killer, dude. Thanks. I didn't know about that. Dude. That was, that was the uh, song about a street gang. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go. Whoa. Oh, man. Judas Priest. You guys knew it was going to be here. Hell, yeah. Judas Priest, man. 20,000. Were 20, <laughs> we just outside doing I head metal parking lot with them? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go head
1: down,
0: Yeah. Oh, good stuff right here, dude. Recorded in the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, on the 15th of June, 86, and Dallas, Texas, on the 27th of June, 86. You know, uh, probably... Not even probably Absolutely the worst record cover In the history of fucking record covers Especially for somebody like Judas Priest That has some of the best album covers ever This album cover is terrible It's brown It says Priest Live Doesn't even say Judas Priest Priest Live this is JP, right? It's got this crappy-ass logo That I'm like Doesn't even associate with Judas Priest A Couple hands up in the air That are all drawings And I'm like Wow, this is terrible You almost I, think it's like Some kind of crappy bootleg that on Xerox in their bedroom Right? Um, don't you think this was like the last album From their contract And that's why they kind of moved on from there Like you know hey We need one more album from you guys And like you know what Why don't you record us live and you can do whatever you want with it Maybe dude This is It is one of the best sounding It's one of the best sounding live albums On my list It's just so clear Listen to that, dude Rob Halford's voice Ah Dude Fucking forget about it KK down in Glen Tipton are just killing it here, dude. It just sounds so good. It's got that right amount of uh, crowd. Speaking of the crowd, oh, I got one in here from this concert with some good uh, crowd participation, but I'm gonna go to the next one. Okay. This is kind of a deep cut here, Metal Gods. It's off the British Steel album. It was always one that I kind of really liked. Just wanted to share it with the Big Talk Nation. It's, sounds great. Love it, dude. When I went and saw them, I took uh, producer Olivia with me to go see uh, Priest and right They played this. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was like, all right, dude, now we're getting somewhere. All right. I probably said that about 10 times during that show. And if I, and I, if I didn't say it before, um, Glenn Tipton actually came out. Do You know, he's got like the hand issues and, and all that. Let, yeah, so he was having issues. uh so he came out and played And that was really awesome You know Greg and I Are very emotionally attached to music So I think telling him And then the nation That when that happened I got emotional You wouldn't be surprised No Not at all man That but was, a, great. That he, was he, a he team, great He did the encore right Two yeah, songs? He, yeah It was The crowd was just If oh, I'm they sure, knew right. anything About the history of Priest They were like yeah. It was great dude but this is a great song. Like I said, it's off the British Steel uh, album. Go check it out if you can. Check out this live. One. Forget about the crappy cover, dude. Go grab it. Give it a listen. Streaming, Apple, Spotify, wherever. I'm just trying to buy time to get to the chorus, dude, because I love the chorus. I want the nation to hear this chorus right here, dude. Crappy cover. Crappy love. cover. Definitely listen to the that reason vocals, reason. dude. Oh yeah, dude. You can't. You can't say British was is live just killer you know listen to that dude I think he brings it up a little bit right here on the second one hey right? yeah. yeah effortless effortless let's go here we go crowd participation you always love it on the live album with listen The law. The law. Breaking the what? Breaking the what? Yeah. Breaking the law. I just want to give you guys a little taste of uh, the crowd participation? He does that with every show, dude. He is still sounds like this to this day. To the tour I saw him on, he still sounded like this. It was great. I just want to throw that in there. Heck yeah, man. Let's go to something else, A little, another something else now, we're gonna go a little bit different. All right, here we go. Yes, this is for Jimmy. So this is uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, blues player, one of, in my opinion, top 10 guitar player of all time. He could really play all styles, but man, he was a great blues guitar player. Died way too young in a, a helicopter accident. Man, so this is uh, Live at Montreal. Uh, Not Montreal Montreal 82 and 85 These three tracks on playing are from the 85 version I just think that he grew a lot from 82 to 85 I think the tracks are a lot better Than the the early ones From three years earlier This is yes A cover of Voodoo Child from Jimi Hendrix And man I wish we could listen to this whole Eight minute song This is killer stuff right here dude Just that intro right there Just tells you how good it was dude Damn Oh, I'm sorry. 11 minute song. Same thing. There you go. Get some of his singing right there, dude. Really, the, the improvisational, improvisational, sorry, guitar playing that he does in this song is just unmatched. Uh, just listen to him, dude. Right, it's great, and he just plays... Uh, it's him and Double Trouble, so it's basically him. You've got the bass player, you got the uh, drummer, and man, this is great stuff right here. I'm going to play a couple more from this, and then we're going to go. All right. Texas Flood. See, for me, I, I'm unfamiliar with uh, Stevie Ray, so this is the first time I'm hearing this kind of stuff. Texas, but go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, I can't appreciate guitarists for who they are so I know he's a great blues guitarist so for it sounds bluesy baby so yeah. you know let's enjoy it listen to that dude I love it uh, my dad was always a big lo- listener and lover of the blues music so this is kind of something that rubbed off of him onto me but this isn't something that I mean this is Texas Flood which is this song the album that that's from released in 83 two times platinum These, this is not a nobody guy all of his albums are platinum, two times platinum, three times platinum. You each great stuff right here, dude. You can just feel it. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And uh, I actually think that when you watch the live, the watch, the live videos of this, it's even better, dude. We can see him play. It's awesome. I love it. That's great. Let's go to the next track. This is Pride and Joy, which is probably his biggest hit. Right? I was going to say that, too. His biggest hit out there. Yeah. About a woman. woman is riding joy oh yeah dude you can talk about the dog or the truck or something <laughs> my poor truck my pride of joy that's what you say about rambo hey rambo my pride of joy a little pile of lovey mushiness i love him <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to choke on your own spit But yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan This is great stuff Stevie Ray Vaughan And Double Trouble Check it out if you can I know we're going over A lot of material But that's just the way it is Guess what dude I only got two more albums left Two more left One was a late entry Because I totally (laughs) Fucking forgot To put it on my list So this is the second To last one You know this was coming up If you know anything About me And Greg I'm surprised it wasn't On Greg's list He probably omitted it Because he saw it online And said I'll let Chris do it Which is fine that's what it's true that was that this is Tesla oh you stole that from me uh, we can look at the um, time stamps of <laughs> who informed who uh, who made who <laughs> this this is just, oh yeah dude. this is killer stuff right here dude. you know what Tesla at the time was talking about um, I think the first two albums were released uh, and they were just talking touring 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 and they were talking about how hey you know what I go, oh, we're about a band that plays live There's no samples, there's no back You know, back you kind know, of tracks, there's nothing What you get is what you hear And then I guess somebody challenged them go, why don't you play it live? Oh, I know, it Was MTV was really big on all this live acoustic stuff And they said, you know what? We're going to record something ourselves And put it out ourselves, you know And then they pulled this out of their ass And it just blew them into a different stratosphere Chris, it just took them from this level to this level And it was just awesome, man and there's some great songs on there. Some of them they do songs, they do some covers. They yeah. just make it awesome. And this still is one of the better-selling albums from Tesla. Oh so, yeah. Sorry, they steal all your thunder, bro. Oh, dude, you can say whatever you want, but it's not true till I say it. It's not true. Is a really good album. Go. That' real. All I had to say. This is a great album, and yes, everything Greg said is true-ish. Uh, but yeah, this is an amazing album. Amazing live acoustic album I believe they do bust out the electric for love song for the guitar solo but besides that it's all uh, and they do covers dude I mean uh, obviously this is a cover here Uh, they also do we can work it out by the Beatles they do some CCR they do some stones the rest of it's original material this is all good stuff right here this was the big hit off of this album yeah this was this was actually you couldn't get away from this one either it was on MTV like every hour I remember when it was out Jesus, dude, all Saturday at my grandma's house. <laughs> After you cut the grass? After I cut the grass and watch some wrestling, yeah. put it back on MTV, yeah. dude. Let's go to the next one. So good. This is one of my favorite songs by them, Getting Better. And I love, the reason I kind of picked this one is at the beginning, they start just playing, you know, the guitar intro. Yeah. And if you've never heard Tesla before, but you hear the crowd's reaction just off of that, an acoustic version of a song, they are like losing it. Like, oh my God, they're playing this. Like, they love it that it's getting played. And you hear the crowd singing with them. This is a small, intimate environment, guys. Yeah. This is not a coliseum or anything like that. This is at the, this is in a theater, the uh, Trocadero Theater in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So this is a close, intimate. So the microphones are picking up the crowd, singing with them hear them yeah Yeah, yeah. that's really for me the music is great but that relationship that these live albums show between the artist and the listener the artist and the attendee together is great I love it when it's a crowd participation love it y'all right y'all right today Greg I'm a little under the weather man but hey you know what we keep trucking along baby we're space here. trucking. I oh, said so we keep trucking. Right, here ones. we go. Let's go to the next one. Nobody wants to know space trucking. This is a love song. Ah, oh. love song. Love is gonna find a way. It always finds a way, baby. <laughs> this is great. Uh, you know, really. You know, this is the first song you sang to me, right? I did, dude. I sang it to your eyes. I sang it deep, <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep in the Greg's eye sockets. That's what I. That's when I knew he loved me. <laughs> Just like that deep into his eyes and he got hypnotized. And we were looking like air guitar and probably That's a little Spanish style. See now at this point in time see this song if I remember correctly this tour was probably after the um, radio controversy mm-hmm. was it this mm-hmm. tour after that? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Great, so this might have been some of the time the first people ever heard that song, but now when you see them, you know that long acoustic entrance, That this is the song they're going to play. They may not have known that back then, man, but the ladies love this song, dude. They do. The ladies love, love songs. The ladies love it, dude. <laughs> that is a great song, dude. So good. I wish I had enough time. We could just play all 10 minutes of it, but... 10 minutes oh, 10 yeah, minute version With the long Yeah With the long intro And everything like yeah, that Yeah you pick some long songs 13, 11, 8, 7 Well don't you Like It's good to know That these bands Aren't just in the studio Okay how long Okay 4 minutes That's as long as we can play a song No they're gonna play These 13 minute 10 Live, minute right? 9, 8 minute songs Where the whole band's out there You know they're loving it dude They're loving every fucking second Of it dude the Crowd Love it Love it. That's what we want to hear. Babe. We want to hear it live. Okay, and now here was my late entry. All right, coming up now, and let me just give you a little backup while we let Tesla play a little bit. I got enough time to squeeze in this little speech. So we did our Lita Ford episode, which was episode sixty-nine, the Queen of Hair Metal, Lita Ford. And so in doing it, I think I mentioned it on the episode. I was like, okay, well I better go back and listen to some of the Runaways, so I can kind of get an idea where mm-hmm. she came from, little back, little, because I never really listened to them. Yeah, me either. And I really, honestly, fell in love with that band. Uh, really catchy rock music from the 70s. It wasn't like hard rock. It was just like rock music and I fell in love with it. Then I was like, oh, they got these live albums. So I was like, I'm going to check them out. Love them. You can tell the rawness. But then how infatuated. This one is from Japan, Tokyo. Let's go ahead and play it. and You guys can just hear how infatuated these fans are with the Runaways. Let's go.
1: Tokyo, good evening.
0: Please welcome, from Hollywood, California, the Queens of Noise, the Runaways. Sounds like a damn Beatles crowd, right? So this was released in 1977, August 13th. Recorded over three days, uh, the 5th, 6th, and 12th of June of 77 in Tokyo. Did it say where in Tokyo? Tokyo, Kosuyankan, Kekan, Shibuya, Kokero. That's us right I there. Mad. I agree. Uh, my pronunciation could not have done that any better. Uh, Queens of Noise. I believe this was uh, their off of their second album. I would have to go back and look, but I wanted to play this one because you got the whole intro of it. It's not necessarily my favorite one, but I think it really shows how accepted they were in Japan as a band. Yeah. Um, kind of how they were the Queens of Noise at that time. They're only females doing this kind of thing, and they're teenagers here. Uh, great stuff Lita Ford Joan Jett Cherry Curry uh, this is good stuff right here I think it's great That's the, oh killer man yeah totally Gr- always great harmonies Cherry Curry was a great front woman for this band if you go you go in, on YouTube you find the versions of these things they're so grainy and so like cause I mean it was shot with whatever they had in the 70s and the, we're gonna go to Japan and film it how big you think this is ever gonna be. They're not gonna bust out the high high end equipment for these, so everything you have is older looking, dude. But no, HD, no, 4K. no HD, no four H D, dude. No dude. Damn. It's, a, it's 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 a, no. it's no. SD, it's shit yeah. definition, dude. It's shit definition. It wasn't even eight millimeter or two millimeter at the time dude, or dude, what? It was two millimeter. Greg knows about that. So uh, this is a great s <laughs> crack it myself though. Uh, love this song uh, on this album not necessarily yeah. the studio version they do a way better job here let's go to the next song but i'm going to attempt to fast forward past like the first like minute okay of it, okay all right here we go here we go just... they want participation want yeah I, I think it's a minute and a half. they want the crowd right. participation this is one of my favorite songs right. by them. So I wanted to kind of play it because I wanted to play it because I don't really Yeah, like definitely the song by man. them. But it shows the, uh, hey, you guys sing with us kind of thing. And I, I missed some of it at the beginning, but you get the gist. This song is called uh, a rock and roll song. Love it. Lou Reed was the writer of this song. Rock and roll. Sorry, no yeah. song. Part. Rock and roll in, is the name of it. Man, it's great. Love it. Change the words to be Tokyo Station instead of uh, Radio Station. Oh. It's about you know people doing these things, all these things, and hearing rock and it saves their life, kind of a thing. The song, you know, a little tongue in cheek. Yeah, you hear that? Harm- you hear the the harmonies of the girls singing together. Sounds great.
1: We Godzilla. This
0: is Tokyo. Japan 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 <laughs> If I say it enough Maybe it'll trend somewhere Japan 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 Yeah there we go All right. You know Chris That's the only time We're gonna say Japan So on the next episode We'll say Japan a lot too Alright Japan Let's um, go to the next one I'm Ready Japan And this is actually Guys The last song Alright On my on countdown, On my list Today Um this uh, was a great journey I'm glad you guys came with me on to kind of talk about some not all of my favorites just what I thought I could fit into one episode I think I might have pushed the envelope a little bit of course Greg's gonna come on uh, the next episode is gonna have Greg with his top live albums and tracks from those albums So I can't wait to hear those Um, this song right here is um, you drive me wild I love this song too It's just how some guy Just drives her wild Kind of thing It's really oozy Yeah like, like, It's this weird Like female It's almost like Guys are always talking About sexuality And sexually it's these are It's the flip of the coin Kind of thing I like the harmonizing in it It's got a good groove Right here The guitar It's great groove uh, Great song Love it uh, The Runaways Live in Japan Killer man um, You guys want to get a hold of us? We are the Big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg. You can get a hold of us big at big TalkCg.podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Big TalkCG at gmail.com at Big on Twitter, YouTube. We are the big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg. We're also on Facebook. I love it dude we're gonna we have these lists we're gonna bolt these playlists up on right, Apple right, Music right. Yeah. we're on we are on Facebook we're on Twitter we're on Instagram and we're on YouTube guys don't I forget, said YouTube man, say it again we want on YouTube we want to get one of those little plaques that people get man, uh, man. we're also on YouTube like I already said we're on YouTube the Big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg take a listen and that's about all I gotta say oh wait I got one more thing I wanna say See ya. Oh, oh, you know what? That's not, oh, that's fine. You know what? This is Greg's Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Don't guys. See ya. Don't forget to listen, listen loud and live. And don't forget that we are always driving on Deep Cut City. Now, for Chris, see ya. Woo.